Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome Burger Yippee, would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. What's up? This is Michael Rappaport. You are now listening to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, the Met Gala. Once again, they have not invited me, the gringo mandingo. Why? I asked the question, why? We're going deep with the sick fucks of the week. So many sick fucks, so little time. The NBA playoffs are in full swing. We're breaking that down and more. All that on a brand new, fantastic, magical, very disruptive I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Miles Jordan, let me get something real nice, something real proper, but most importantly, something real funky. Let's go. All right, all right. My name is Michael Rappaport. You are now rocking with the best. This is the I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Championship podcasting coming live and direct. Mira, Mira on the wall. Who's the most disruptive of them all? I am your humble, disruptive warrior. Nobody said it would be easy. There are bumps. There are bruises. There are knockdowns. Tighten up your jockstrap because we're about to go 15 rounds. 15 rounds of disruptive podcasting. What can I say? It's the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Um, so much to get into. <sighs> so much to be excited about. Life is good. If you're living, if you're walking, if you're moving, if you're breathing, life is good. Yes, you want more. Yes, I want more. That's fine. Everybody's entitled to want more, to get more. But health is the most important thing, even, even for disruptive war. You can't be disruptive if your body, your mind is not working fluidly. Um, it happened again, ladies and gentlemen. It happened again. Um, the 2019 Met Gala happened again. Year after year, this Met Gala takes place in my city. In my fucking town, the Met Gala, the Metropolitan Museum of Art, is 15 minutes. 10 minutes if you're in a cab. 
but a 15-minute walk from where I grew up, right there in money-making Manhattan. Okay, I've asked for this for the last five years. All I ask for is an invite. I'm a true blue New Yorker. My nickname is Mr. New York. Okay? There's no argument on that. They have this fucking Met Gala every year, um, which is a total shit show. But it is to raise money for the Metropolitan Museum of Art, which you can go into for free. It is to raise money for the museum. And and I don't know if you're aware of this, but you can enter the Metropolitan Museum of Art if you give them a penny. They say donations. They'll, they'll, they'll say the recommended price to walk in is, I think, maybe 15 bucks, 18 bucks. Listen, you know what's rule number one of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast? No fact checking. There's no fact checking. Uh, but they will say that's the recommended entry fee, but you could give them a nickel. You could you could give them five cents. You give them a fucking two quarters in pennies and they let you in. Um, so I have no problem with the gala. Uh, I have a problem with the fact that I have asked year after year to be invited. Now, not all these fucking people are fashion icons 24-7. You got Jared Leto, the actor Jared Leto, showed up in a dress the motherfucker showed up in a muumuu. Now listen, if I weighed 140 pounds and I was six foot one like Jared Leto and I looked like Jesus Christ, okay, maybe at this point I'd be like, fuck it, I'll show up in a muumuu also. Okay, he was also holding a, a, a waxed uh, sculpture of his head. I mean, he probably is like, fuck it. Fuck it. You know, like the theme this year is camp. Be campy. I thought that was the theme every year. This is the most over-the-top spectacle every fucking year. Janelle Monet showed up wearing a hat on top of a hat with a hat on top of that. And Lady Gaga. You know what it is? For these artsy-fartsy people, it's the time to really show their true selves. Like, these people are they're, they're fucking nuts. All of them. They're nuts. And the Met Gala is to is a time to showcase just how wacky to let your fucking cuckoo freak flag fly on display. And you you can hide it and you could veil it and you can make an excuse under the fact that it is for fashion, this, that, and the other. But this is who they truly are. Trust me. Actors, musicians, artists are fucking nuts. Let us not forget Vincent Van Gogh, the great Vincent Van Gogh, the motherfucker cut his fucking ear off. If you really knew what these great actors and actresses were really like in real life, you would be mortified, okay? They're fucking nuts. I'm nuts too, but I let my fucking crazy balls hang. You got Kerry Washington, uh, the actress, she showed up with something on her dress written like some scroll about no negativity. Fuck that. Fuck that. You trying to fuck my Twitter account up? Trying to fuck up my Instagram? No negative. Are you? Is that for me or is that for you to remind yourself? No negativity. Are you just so evolved that you're out of negativity, Kerry Washington? That you're here to remind the world and tell the world that there shouldn't be any negativity? Or is that like a note to self? No negativity. Because you ain't talking to me. My shit is imbalanced. I mean, balanced. Okay, I don't need no fucking reminders. I've asked to go to this Met Gala year after year. I promised if I showed up, I would go chest naked. Yet I have not been invited again. And it hurts. It fucking hurts. I kind of sort of do blame myself because I'm always late. I'm always complaining the day of or the day after. It is, it is my fault. I wish some people would remind me a month before so I could really go make a push. Uh, Tiger Woods went to the White House. Tiger Woods, who just is fresh off of his master's um, victory. We all know about this. Uh, he went to the White House and accepted his uh, Medal of Honor or Medal of Freedom from Dick Stain Donald Trump. Dick Stain Donald Trump called and he fucking ran there. Just like the true bitch ass, Mark ass trick he is. He ran there to get that medal from Dick Stain Donald Trump. But do you remember 
when Bill Clinton invited him to the White House on the day that Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in baseball? He declined that invite. You declined that, you fuck. But you go there to get your little, your little, little, little bullshit medal from Dick Stain Donald Trump. That's who you rock with. He, he, he calls and you run there. And people still fuck with this guy, Tiger Woods. He don't give two shits about anybody. Nobody. The black community, the white community, the Asian community. He don't give a fuck about the golf community. You see this guy building golf courses for kids in underprivileged areas? Some fly shit like that? Doing some dope shit like that? Building a golf course uh, for some regular folks to play? Nah, he's a punk He's a mark. He's a trick. Okay? That's who Tiger Woods is. He showed up at the White House uh, with bells on for Dick Stain Donald Trump. I am Rappaport Podcast. So there's a banger record out, um, another banger record out. Um, I think Static Selector mentioned this to me. Somebody mentioned this to me. Maybe Static mentioned this to me when he was on the uh, I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. But Styles P uh, from The Lock, Styles P um, dropped a great record. I mean, it's really fucking good. Uh, very well produced. Um, bangers um, his flow is dope it's always been dope uh, but I think it's gotten doper and I really really dig this record um, I don't know uh, all the people's names who produced it um, but you need to check out the new Styles P record if you want some shit if you want some hip hop if you want some smackers um, the opening track is is my favorite uh, so far, and there's just a bunch of dope songs on it. The name of the record is SP the Goat, the Ghost of All Time. And I think he used to, or maybe he still does, he, he used to write for people. Like he was a ghostwriter, like he would write for other rappers. Um, but check this record out, download it, however you get your music. I don't know how people get their music anymore. I don't know if some of you guys are into your record players. Uh, people are really into that record player life. I know it sounds good. The sound is good. I just, I'm not with that record player shit. I did that record player shit when I was a kid. And then I did that tape cassette shit. And then I got uh, uh, reluctantly into the CDs. And now they're worth jack shit. And uh, so now everything is digitized. I ain't going back to the records, Duke. We we, we not doing that. We're not going to go and restart a record collection. I, I already got... Got rid of my records 20 years ago. We're not restarting that. Fuck that. You're not, you're not catching me out there. And also, I, I, the way I listen to music now, I, I fill it up on my Sonos if I'm at the crib. I love Sonos. I love... Yo, I have been rocking with Sonos from day one. Remember we did the Mike D, uh, I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, which you can listen to. All the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast every single week. One 560 plus episodes are available on Luminary. The whole catalog. We uh, interviewed Mike D. Um, it was It's a great interview. If you haven't listened to the Mike D from the Beastie Boys, I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, go through the library and, and download it and listen to it. Um, it's, it's excellent. It's fucking excellent. Um, and, you know, he's talking Beastie Boy shit, old hip-hop stories, just great he's just such a good dude and prolific with the beastie boys and uh we we did an interview with him at sanos because i've been i've had a relationship with the sanos company from from day one anyway so when i listen to music now i'll, I'll load in on the sanos i'm not i'm not trying to sit around in my den with my my pipe and you know lay amongst my records and read the liner notes I, I fuck listen if you're into that cool i already did that shit i want to pick my music for the time being and let that shit rock. I'm not flipping the records. I'm not doing any of that shit. This ain't happy days. Okay, I'm not fucking with a jukebox. I'm not doing any. My shit is all digitized. Now, I try to get the best sound out of the digital. I know it's better. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. But the Styles P record um, is, is dope. 
And uh, like I said, the first song is is just a smack banger called Push the Line. Um, and then this other joint that I love, Filthy is Dope. And this joint called The Professionals with Little Fame from M.O.P. And there's just, I haven't even like really gotten into the entire record because I've been stuck on a few songs. But it's a very good record and I'm happy for him. And like I said, the sound stuck out to me. The production stuck out to me. Um, so uh, check that record out if you, if you want to smack a record. And then uh, I got some jazz shit for you. Um, cause you know, I'm on my jazz shit and you know, I'm heavy into my jazz shit. Speaking of Sanos and filling cues, like my jazz game, I'm gonna be honest. My jazz game is insane. I can't articulate, um, and explain the music. I don't understand it. Um, like the way I understand hip hop, but the dingo, me, the gringo man, dingo, the, uh, the Jake Lamont of podcasting has a deep, deep knowledge and a deep respect uh, for jazz and I mentioned on the last podcast or one of the last podcasts Money Jungle by Duke Ellington that's one of my favorite records I found this new kid named Joel Ross he's like 26 years old he's a vibraphonist and uh, he's dope and this record uh, by this kid named Joel Ross um, who uh, uh, called Kingmaker and I think he's 23 or 25 it's called Kingmaker if you want some some nice uh, feel good uh, like real chill, uh, uh, but thoughtful, uh, kind of just to give you a, a hip hop reference, kind of has uh, some sounds in there that Jay Dilla uh, would sample from, uh, but it's definitely jazz. It's not hip hop. It's not beats. It's it's jazz music. Check this record out called Kingmaker by Joel Ross, uh, which I really, really like. And I found somewhere because he's on Blue Note on the Blue Note label. And I saw something about it uh, last week, and then the record dropped, and it was, it's nice. I've been rocking that all weekend. Um, and of course, all weekend, I've been watching the NBA playoffs, which we are deep in the cut. Man, NBA action is fantastic. Literally, games every night. There has been a game every night for the last, what is it? Uh, since the, what was it, the thir 13th? We're almost at a month of a game literally every single night. I love it. I love it. The uh, Warriors, they need to put the fucking Rockets away. They need to put them away. Uh, the media, my guy Skip, Shannon, Stephen A., Max, all these fucking uh, media people, sports people, and, and, and rightfully so. They were on my guy Steph Curry. Uh, he fucked up in game three. Uh, I'm sure there's some Houston Rocket fans out there. Bun B, I don't know if you're listening. Paul Wall, OG Paul Wall. Fuck you guys, okay? Fuck Akeem Olajuwon and those guys. They're not, Akeem the Dream isn't coming back into the gym. Nobody is fearful of the beard. Nobody's fearing the beard. James Harden's not going to do it. Chris Paul, you see what he is. Chris Paul is a little fucking whiny baby. He used to be incredible. He used to be like a little general out there. Listen, I know he's done a lot of great things uh, in his career as a player. He also has done tons of great things as the representative of the players. He's the representative of the players' union. Um, and if you ask old players, former players, they give him nothing but respect for the job he's done. He has gone out of his way to get the old players' uh, uh, health insurance. Um, and not fuck them over the way the NFL fucks over their players. Um, so I know they all respect and love him. And again, I'm not talking about the person of Chris Paul. I'm talking about the player of Chris Paul. He's a whiny fucking baby. And he looks like he just doesn't care half the time. And the flipping and the flopping and the showing up. the He seems like he's just tired of playing basketball. That That's what it seems like. He seems like he's tired of losing and tired of playing basketball. And I'm sure he'll do great things with the NBA. And like I said, the players in the league love him. The old players, they love him for what he's done for them. Um, I'm talking to some uh, big three players and my guy Rex Chapman. They're like, yo, we fuck with him hard. Uh, but, you know, as a player, you know, people will criticize him because of his book. They're not beating my Warriors. I know somebody people, well, what do you mean? You're Warriors. Yes, when it comes to the playoffs, when my Knicks... Are fucking, they're already done with their vacation. The New York Knicks have already vacationed and now they're like starting to think about next season. That's how fucked up it is for, for the New York Knicks. They've been on vacation for three weeks. Now they're back. They're like bored already. Like, what are we going to do? The season doesn't start until October. 
Okay? So I, I get it. But I'm not going to just sit around playing twiddle dick during the playoffs. We know how I get down. Yes, it would have been more um, fulfilling. Yes. It's always more fulfilling to, to beat the shit out of LeBron James. I love it. I love it. Even when the Warriors lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers and it, it was tough. At least it was fulfilling. At least it was uh, dramatic. At least you were totally emotionally involved. Um, but that being said, if the Warriors play the 76ers in the finals, I am going to have a lot of problems from uh, my people in Philly and my Philadelphia fandom. You know on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast how I get down with Philadelphia, all things Rocky, all things Julius Irving, the Philadelphia sound and so forth and so on. But that goofy, whining, complaining, motherfucker's always sick. There's always something wrong with him. Joel Embiid played the other day. The, other, the, the game before that, I think he's in game three, game two. He's like, oh, he could be one of the greats of all time. This motherfucker, something's always wrong with this dude. And I don't think he gets it. Like, yo, I like that he's funny and he's got a good personality. But at the end of the day, if you're over seven feet, I want you to be mean. I want you to be nasty. I don't want you to be smiling. I don't want you to be goofy. Okay, look at that big fucking lurch motherfucker on Denver. Jokic. He could barely speak the language and he doesn't care. He's out there busting people's ass. His grill is all fucked up. Every single day of the week, every game, it looks like he just came out of the ring from sparring 15 rounds. Joel Embiid's just too... Too Laffy Taffy. He's on that Laffy Taffy. He's on that Laffy Taffy. He's just too... Listen, he's a great player with great talent, and, 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 he's, and he's huge, and you know, and, and you rarely see a guy that could like move the way he moves. But if there was another... like Shaquille O'Neal would... Listen, I love Philadelphia, okay? But I, it, it's hard to love this Philadelphia 76ers team if you're not a diehard Philadelphia 76ers fan. Like Allen Iverson team, you love that team because you loved Allen Iverson. You wanted him to win. If the 76ers make it to the finals, and I don't know if they're going to make it to the finals. They're in a war with the Raptors, Dame Dollar, and Denver. I don't know who's going to win that series. Uh, these series all might go seven games. But I need my Golden State Warriors to put those fucking Rockets away get some rest, and get ready to win the rings and things, okay? But the NBA playoffs, yo, the NBA playoffs are fantastic. Please, I am really imploring you guys, and you know when I use fancy words, okay, like imploring, you know that I'm serious. You never hear me say the word imploring. Yes, that's one of my, I say, five fancy words that I'll throw out every now and then, and I know it's not that fancy, Watch the Denver-Portland series. They are balling. They went to four overtimes uh, last Friday night or Saturday night. Four overtimes. Every game is, is tight. Every game is competitive. Of course, Dame Dollar and C.J. McCollum and the point guard, the kid on um, Denver, Murray, he's balling out. Um, and just both teams have so many players that are just playing beautiful basketball. It's competitive it's, it's ball movement. You have stars. Uh, it's just really good. So I, I really, you need to check out that series if you haven't been watching it because it's just great basketball. Shout out to uh, the Portugal Demand guys. Also been on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Look them up. Look up I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast with Portugal Demand. Okay? Great interview with those guys. They went from being like a, a bottom-of-the-barrel band to huge fucking success. The Grammys, the Emmys, the Oscars, all that shit. And they're big um, Portland Trailblazers fans, so I've been talking to them about the games. Anyway, the NBA is fantastic. NBA action is fantastic. And Steph did fuck up game three, okay? And uh, uh, they, they came down on him. Good. Good. If he fucks up, they should come down on him. Just like they come down on fucking LeBron. Just like they come down on Kevin Durant. They come down on Kawhi Leonard and fucking sick, coughing Joel Embiid. Now, I don't make light of Joel Embiid. I don't make light of the, the knee injuries. But, like, he had, like, a bellyache or some shit. 
How are you going to be 7'3 and, and let that become public? Like, oh, I got an upset stomach. What the fuck are you eating? What's the matter with you? It's the playoffs, man. Incubate yourself, okay? Get some wheatgrass shots and chill the fuck out when you're not playing. He's always goofing around, playing video games, tweeting. That's why you're getting sick. Okay, I don't wish any of these players injuries. This guy's got like a bellyache before a playoff game. That's embarrassing. The fact that you're 7'3 and you're complaining about a stomach ache, you sound stupid, Duke. Sorry. Sorry to my people in Philadelphia. I'm sorry. Speaking of uh, the self-anointed king, King James, he put out another uh, very boring episode of his show, The Shop, with literally this time nine guests. There was literally... I believe it was nine guests. Um, it was uh, Pharrell, Seth Rogen, Jimmy Iovine, Alonzo uh, Ball, uh, uh, who was it? A football player. I mean, it's just tons of people. Some guy didn't even know who it was. Everybody gets three words in, and and his man, his, his right hand man, is sitting there feeding him softball questions as if he doesn't know the answer. Setting up LeBron to to answer and you know drop some jewels and all. You know the answer, Duke. His man, Maverick Carter, who obviously uh, has some sort of allergy problem. Maverick Carter's like, yo, Bron, when, when, tell everybody with you. He shit's all stuffed up. Why is your shit all stuffed up, Maverick Carter? Get some tissue. Get some Flonase. Your shit is all stuffed up, Duke. Why is your nose all stuffed up? Stop throwing this guy softball questions. They discussed uh, when Magic Johnson left the Lakers, him and Lonzo Ball, they were talking about that. And it's just... Just making themselves, keep it real. This is supposed to be the, the shop, right? It's supposed to be like a, 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 some sort of, you know, real life. Just because you're cursing doesn't mean you're being real. He's up there cursing his ass off worse than me. Fuck this, N-word that, bullshit this, cocksucker that. It's offensive. Oh, yeah. I find his language offensive. And just because you're cursing doesn't mean you're telling the truth. Just because you're cursing doesn't mean you're being 150% honest. You want some objective shit talking? Let me ask the fucking questions. Tell your boy Maverick Carter to go get a nose strip. Take some Mucinex because his nose is also, yo, Bron, yo, tell, tell the people what, what you're saying. Get the fuck out of here with that goofy shit. He's got all these great guests. He could get anybody on his show. He's got 15 guests. On a half-hour show, nobody says anything of any importance. I mean, Pharrell barely talked. He says one thing. Lonzo Ball says one thing. Seth Rogen's just like, uh, laughing at his own jokes. Jimmy Iovine, yo, sit these dudes one at a time, two at a time, and do the show instead of having, like, this group chat, and you're throwing softball questions to one another. Shit's weak, man. You're not fooling me, Duke. Sorry. You're not fooling me. If you really want to have a barbershop, nobody gets along. You're supposed to be arguing. You're supposed to be disagreeing. Everybody at your barbershop, LeBron James, is on the same page about every single subject. That's not dope. That's not objective reporting. That's not an objective television show. I call that, yeah, what do I call that? A propaganda piece. I am Rappaport Podcast. Now, I've mentioned a couple of uh, past episodes. I mentioned Portugal the Man. I mentioned the Mike D episodes, all of the podcast, every single I Am Rappaport stereo podcast we've ever done is available now at luminarypodcast.com, luminarypodcast.com. We are moving to Luminary exclusively May 20th. I do not want you guys to go away. Okay, I've gotten some, I'm going to be totally transparent. I've seen some comments from some fans that said we're selling out. Yo, if you can't afford the $6.99 to rock with us on Luminary, I get that. I understand that. I respect that. I hate to see one fan go from the bottom of my heart. I hate to see any fans go. If you, if you don't agree with it, if you don't think it's fair, I get all that, but don't come on my page. Don't come on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast page when you know we've been rocking for five years straight. We've never missed a week. We've hardly missed a podcast. This is a finely 
tuned, disruptive machine. Do not come on there talking about we're selling out. This is a business, okay? The Dust Brothers, they do this professionally. Miles Davis, Jordan Winter, they are professional podcast producers, okay? They're not sitting around picking their asses, okay, producing podcasts for free. This is a professional podcast. Okay, so if you don't want to go with us on Luminary, I get that. I don't want to see any fans go, but don't come on there talking about we're selling out. All right, we've been rocking for free for five years. And yes, some podcasts will still be for free, but things are going to change in the podcast world. We're doing what's best, okay, for us. And I understand again, I understand, again, that might not be best for every single fan, but we give blood, sweat, and tears, all heart, 15 fucking rounds, every podcast. We don't cheat the fans. We don't fuck the fans, okay? This is a finely tuned, disruptive podcast machine. If I say, Miles Jordan, let me get something funky, watch what happens. Check this out. Miles Jordan, let me get something funky. Boom! Boom! And those are all original beats. Those are all exclusive I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast beats. If I say, yo, Miles, Jordan, let me get something funky again. Boom! There it is. You fuck. You think that just happens? But I'm not fucking Fonzie. I'm not fucking Arthur Fonzarelli. You remember Fonzie? He'd go, hey, and the jukebox would stop, and then he'd go, hey, and the jukebox. This ain't fucking happy days. This is a finely tuned, disruptive podcast machine. One more time, Miles Jordan. Let me get something real nice, something real proper, something real smooth. Check this out. Boom! You hear the sound? It's in H fucking D. The sound is in H fucking D. Calling us sellouts. We're se- we're not selling out. Listen, if it doesn't make sense for you, it hurts me. I know. I I get that. Three months are free. Okay. We will never fuck the fans. Again, listen, if you guys want to meet and greet and do your thing, you want to meet up and have uh, whatever you want to have, you want to fuck each other, that's on you. But me, 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 Michael Rappaport, that's my name. Michael David Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo. A.k.a. White Mike. A.k.a. Mr. White Folks. A.k.a. Uh, the Jake Lamont of podcasting. A.k.a. the Pusha T of podcasting. A.k.a. the White Chocolatito. A.k.a. the champion of disruptive podcasts. They still call me champ. We've been through it all. If you've been rocking with the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast from the beginning for the last two years, last three years, you know the duress, the highs, the lows, the ups and downs. I fucking wear all my shit talking on my sleeve. I don't hold back. You go out there, you sniff around, you see if anybody does it like the dingo. Don't come on here talking about we're fucking selling out. If you're not going to rock with us, I get it. It's sad for me. It's sad for you. But don't come on there fucking... I don't, don't come on here fucking calling names because you know who calls names back? Me. Me, the fucking dingo. That's what I do. That's why this is a disruptive podcast. Okay? Sign up. Go to luminary.link slash Rappaport. That's luminary.link slash Rappaport. We are excited about the future. There are 40 plus other exclusive podcasts. The entire I Am Rapport Stereo podcast catalog is on there. Big Daddy Kane, Premier, Method Man, and so forth and so on. Mike D from the Beastie Boys. Mike Tyson from Mike Tyson. Every single episode we've ever done, they aged like fine wine. May 20th, we're only going to be on Luminary. Okay, I want all the fans to come. Okay, I want every single fan to come. I get it if you can't do it. I get it if you you don't want to do it, but from the bottom of my heart, I don't want to lose fans. We do this for the fans. Go to luminary.link slash Rappaport May 20th. May 20th we're going to be exclusive on Luminary. I am Rappaport Podcast. Alright, so this is the I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Uh, one of the trademarks uh, an award-winning worldwide segment of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is what? Is what? What? Yes, yes. It's the sick fucks of the week. Miles Jordan, please. Let me get the sick fuck of the week theme song. 
This is an award that is earned, not given. Earned, not given. It's called the sick fuck of the week. Sick. She's really fucking sick, man. She's fucking whack. Why? Make him stop. You smell like a sick fuck. You look like a sick fuck. That ain't supposed to be on a plane, you sick fuck. You. What are you doing? Hey, man, leave that chicken alone. Leave the chicken alone. What are you doing to the chicken? That doesn't belong in a chicken. Yes, you hear it. You hear the sick fuck of the week theme song. The sick fuck of the week is an award that is earned, not given. It is an award that is earned, yes, but not given. I want to say this. Shout out to all the people out there who continue to send suggestions. Um, You are upping the bar week after week with all the sick fucks. Of course, i got to bring up my guy, the sick fuck of the week, Whisperer, Mike Schaefer. Guy has a nose and a knack for discouring the world wide web to find me. Not just the run of the mill sick fucks. This guy digs deep. Okay, of course, OG Paul Wall, another guy. On the surface, you wouldn't think OG Paul Wall would have like some sort of a skill set. Although he is multi-talented and multifaceted. He's an entrepreneur. So it doesn't surprise me. But like on the surface, you'd be like, oh, he's a rapper. He makes grills. Uh, he's done all sorts of things entrepreneurially. I didn't know he had this in his um, arsenal. Um, but all you guys out there, I, I, I don't like to exclude anybody. All you guys out there that are sending me the sick fucks of the week, keep sending them. You know where to find us. You can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet me. You can Instagram me. You can Facebook me at Michael Rappaport. And of course, uh, the podcast is I at I am Rappaport. Let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. This guy, slow pitch in Virginia, uh, looks like a sick fuck. Uh, in North Potomac, Virginia, a man was arrested after he tried. He tried and he failed. You have to feel like a real dumb, dumb fuck when you try to fuck a horse. Okay, but then you can't or you don't and you get arrested for trying to fuck a horse. It's one thing to uh, fuck a horse and then get busted. This guy uh, was, you know, what kind of like imagine this. Like, you know how like during the day, you're like, oh, should I go get my mail? Oh, I got to go to the drugstore. Oh, I got to go to the hardware store. I got to do this errand, do that errand. Oh, I'm going to call this girl. Oh, I'm going to call that girl. I got to call my mom. I got to call my dad. This guy's thinking, uh, oh, I got to do this. I could, And I'm going to go by the uh, the farm and I'm going to try to fuck this horse. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do later. So I'm going to go to go, go to the hardware store. I'm going to call, call mom, see how she's doing. And then I'm going to go fuck a horse. No, no, asshole. Uh, it didn't work out for James Von Dundas. Uh, who solicited an undercover cop, okay? He went so far to try to reach out to somebody online to find a horse that he could fuck. And then he got busted. You got to feel like, you you got to feel real stupid, okay? You got to feel real stupid. You, You tried to, like, it's basically, instead of getting a call girl, instead of getting a hooker, Okay, or instead of watching a no-no, a porno like everybody else, nah, that wasn't good enough. You went on the back pages of Craigslist and this, that, and the other to try to find a horse you could fuck, and it didn't work out for you, Duke. Moving on. In New York City, guy with tattoos all over his face looking like a little Zan or some like little boys band emo rock EDM freak Nicholas Brent Gibson was arrested in New York City. He was wanted in, where do you think? Florida. He was on the L train. He was arrested on the L train. He was he was wanted in Florida for mutilation murder of a 77-year-old man in Miami. The mutilation murder, the sex part of it, unfortunately, this sick fuck with tattoos all over his face, looking like he's all on that good bath salt, cut this gentleman's penis off. Uh, Well, we got you in New York. Uh, Another sick fuck has been captured in New York City. U.S. Marshals, they tracked him down, blah, 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 busted asshole. Yo, my man is going to have a, uh, he's going to have a run 
in prison. When you see this dude, yo, he's going to catch that work. He's going to catch that Wonder Bread bag treatment in prison. Rest assured. Um, a man who was released from prison after a 30-year rape charge was dropped. Okay, so this guy who looks like a sick fuck was in prison for 30 years. Okay, he became the poster boy for the criminal justice reform movement. Has now been charged with raping another woman in Lawrence, Massachusetts. George Perot, 50 years old. Again, he was in prison for 30 years. They said he did not commit the crime that he had been in prison for for 30 years. He was awarded money or in the process of being awarded money for being wrong, wrongfully convicted. And boom, they got him again. This time the charges are going to stick. Man, oh, yo, my man, you didn't... Yo. Yo, this guy's stupid. This is This is sick. This is a sick fuck. So he probably did the original rape or some other terrible things. He went to prison for 30 years and now you're going back for life. Man, they must have, yo, they must have gave him that work when he was in jail the first time. And now you're going to, for the rest of your life, now you're 50. They're going to be all up in your rectum. Duke, you're, gonna, you're not coming out. A former priest. This is, former priest, you know, you know it's not starting off good. Okay, you, you, you know where this is going. If I'm bringing up a priest on the Sick Fuck of the Week segment, rest assured, it's not good news. Okay, a former priest who got a teen pregnant, okay, a veteran New Jersey teacher who once had a sexual relationship with a 14-year-old girl and got her pregnant while he was a Catholic priest can somehow, some way, keep his middle school teaching job in New Jersey. No, you can't. No, no, you can't. Listen, if you're having sex with 14-year-old girls while you're a priest, that's who you are. You're not my middle school. You're not my son's middle school teacher. Okay? The former Reverend Joseph Deshaun, who's 59 years old, began teaching in Cinemason. I can't pronounce it. The school district in 1996 in Jersey. In fucking dirty Jers. Okay? The school officials didn't learn that he had uh, impregnated a 14-year-old girl. Why isn't he in prison? Why isn't this guy in fucking jail anyway? Last year, a 12-year-old girl complained that he uh, had made her uncomfortable by talking about her pretty green eyes. Lock this piece of shit up. Yo, if that was my daughter... Real talk. And this dude had already uh, done something like this, and you're talking to my daughter about her pretty green eyes. Yo, I'm going over, I'm knocking his fucking jaw. I'm tapping his jaw, I'm breaking that jaw. And somehow, someway, he's still able to keep his job? Nah. Nope. Sorry. Uh, again, a home health employee. This is a person who helps elderly people, handicapped people, um, this has happened all year long. Um, I believe this is the fifth guy, um, a, a home health employee uh, who raped a blind woman, uh, has more victims, but his defense is that somehow, some way, this, this guy's saying he was blackmailed into doing it. Nah, Duke, we good. We locking you up, Duke. We're locking up Gregory Porras, okay? We're locking you up, homie. Okay, and there ain't no blackmail. Okay, you're going to prison. Okay, you're going to catch that Wonder Bread bag and olive oil treatment. You raped a blind woman. You're a home employee. You're like a home nurse. And you're raping people. Sick fuck of the week. Nothing funny about it. I don't care what your excuses. You were blackmailed. You were coerced. You come on, man. Next. This is actually sad. Um, but I was thinking about this because I walk uh, Central Park all the time. Um, and I just don't understand why, if you're going to do something like this, why you have to make it such a public spectacle. Again, I, I don't make light of suicide. Um, and, and I, this guy, uh, obviously this isn't a, a sick fuck of the week person, but a, an actor, a Broadway actor in New York, um, hung himself 
from one of the archways in Central Park. Uh, obviously, passerbys early in the morning found it. I guess it had happened overnight. Um, found this guy hanging from one of the archways. If you've never been to Central Park and you're going to New York, a lot of times people ask me about uh, what they should do if they go to New York. Uh, one of the things you have to do if you're in New York is 150% spend two hours, three hours, a whole afternoon or morning uh, if the weather is nice, walking through Central Park, get lost, get confused, um, find your way, get lost again. It really, truly lives up to all the hype, and it's beautiful, and it's spectacular, and it's huge. Central Park ain't just like a little park. It's miles upon miles, and there's lakes, and there's coves, and there's it's just great. But imagine you're a person walking through Central Park, uh, like, you know, for your, your morning uh, walk, your hike, your jog. You see a guy fucking hanging there. I mean, I don't know why you just don't do this at home. God bless this person. Uh, I, I don't make light of suicide, but shit, why does it have to be a public spectacle? Why do you have to ruin uh, other, you know, what kind of uh, duress uh, that puts other people through to see you hanging from a, an archway in New York City? That's not dope. Uh, moving on. The, the actor who used to voice Winnie from Winnie the Pooh, okay? This is an actor. He's the voice of Winnie the Pooh. A true, blue, sick fuck. He is in deep doo-doo. Uh, he, uh, he is stuck in the honey. Uh, his ex-wife is saying that he engaged in physical, sexual, emotional abuse. Uh, death threats. Raped her. Had deviant behavior. And there's animal abuse. My man, the fuck are you doing? How did you get this job? They need to do background checks. This is the voice of Winnie the Pooh. And this guy's uh, kicking his dog. He's drug addicted. He raped his wife, so she says, allegedly. I'll say that again, allegedly. Jim Cummings is the name. He's a voiceover actor. Lock him up. Lock him up. Uh, finally, uh, this guy's on the loose. Uh, this is in Falmouth or Falmouth. Probably pronounced Falmouth Cornwall, which is uh, a town in London, I believe. I don't know. Listen, I don't fact check these stories, but this is true. And this is a true story. This piece of shit uh, on video has this little dog overlooking um, a beach. Um, he's on the, um, you know, the walkway overlooking the beach. One sick fuck is holding the dog while another sick fuck, his friend, is, is filming. And they're both laughing hysterically. This guy threw this little dog into the water. Um, you can't tell uh, what happens um, at the end because the video cuts off. But they need to find this sick fuck. Now, I know there are listeners of the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast all over the world. If there's anybody out there in Falmouth, Cornwall, find this piece of shit. Okay, find this guy and let's turn him in and let's throw him into the water and see how he likes it. Okay, the video is terrible to watch. Uh, you can't tell whether the dog makes it back or not. The dog is like crying and screaming and struggling. And this piece of shit is laughing. We need to find this guy. We need to fucking lock him up. Shout out to Ricky Gervais. Uh, who uh, posted this video, and I'm sure, uh, you know, because he, he uh, he's on the case too, and he's, he's got a lot of people on the ground uh, uh, looking for this guy in, in London. Oh, one more, one more, and this goes uh, directly, uh, I credit my sick fuck of the week uh, whisperer, Mike Schaefer, in Orlando, Florida, in Orlando, Florida, uh, deputies have arrested a Lyft driver and arrested her, okay, and the reason why they arrested her is because she ran over the passenger she gave a ride to. Yes, apparently the passenger didn't like the driver. The driver didn't like the passenger. They were arguing a little bit. Uh, she said she was going to give her a bad rating because, you know, you rate the drivers. Uh, well, this sick fucking Lyft driver said, oh, no, you're not. No, you ain't, bitch. And uh, she ran over the driver. See, that's, <laughs> this is why we have the sick fuck of the week segment. Yo, you can't, you don't know, there's a lot of crazy people out there, okay? You don't know who you're dealing with, okay? I say this to myself every day, right? You don't know who you're dealing with, what they're going through, 
what their mental uh, capacity is, watch out. You think your Lyft driver, uh, you think shit is sweet because they're driving you around in a car that's relatively decent and clean and that's got and it's got some air fresheners in it. You don't know these people. You don't know who's driving your bus. You don't know what they've went through. You don't know who's taking you around in a cab. You don't know who's driving you uh, the train conductor. You don't know who you're bumping into at your local coffee restaurant. You don't know who you're honking at road raging. I tell that to the young shooter all the time. Like, yo, you don't know who you're honking at. You don't know what he's gotten there. You don't know what he's been through today in his life, what he's capable of. I'm not with that road rage shit. Be careful out there, people, okay? Be careful when you're in Ubers. Be careful when you're in Lyfts. Be careful out there. Don't live in fear, but mind yourself, okay? There's a lot of fucking kooks out there. We document, yo, I have... I have stacks of sick fucks of the week that I can't even get to. I have them piled up. I can't even get to all of them. It would just be, it would be too overwhelming and too upsetting to just do hour upon hour upon hour of sick fuck. It would make people mortified to leave their house. You'd be like, you'd be frozen in fear. You'd be baffled. Teachers, gardeners, you don't know what to, politicians, priests, they're fucking nuts. So mind yourself out there, okay? Listen, if you're listening to this and you're in Los Angeles, this week I'm going to be performing, all right? I am going to be performing May 7th, all right? May 7th, I will be at the Improv in Hollywood, okay? May 9th, I will be at the Improv in Hollywood. And then Friday, May 10th, I'm going back to Irvine, I'm doing a show with a few other comics in Irvine at the Irvine Improv this Friday, okay? Uh, so that's where I'll be this week. And then I told you guys I am coming to San Francisco May 18th and May 19th at Cobb's Comedy. Tickets are available at Cobb'sComedy.com. There's a show Saturday night. There's a show Sunday night. May 18th at Cobb's Comedy. Tickets are available at Cobb'sComedy.com. But yo, if you're in LA, come see me tomorrow night at the Improv, Thursday night at the Improv, or in Irvine, Friday night at the Improv in Irvine. You know where to find us. It's the I Am Rappaport Big Body, Hard Body Karate, Banging, Blood, Guts, and Glory, 15 rounds of podcasting. Miles Jordan, take me out of here with something real nice, something real proper, but most importantly, yes, yes, I need something real fun.